What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Getting Sober Podcast. Fuck, it's been a minute. My apologies. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me where the hell the episodes have been, and that seriously, uh, you know, it charges me up to fucking get back out there and uh, get back on the horse, and I'm going to start making these consistent weekly. Uh, I'm not going to have a set day. I'm just going to have one a week when I'm in that, uh, that, uh, that, that, that go-go mode, you know, where you're ready to, uh, I don't know. What the fuck am I saying? Uh, I want to start the show off with saying thank you so fucking much to everybody that came out to Highwire. Uh, the, 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 uh, I'll say the first run of it. Uh, the, uh, three of the shows sold out. The first one was just a cunt hair away from being sold out as well. Uh, and, uh, with that being, Sad, I'll like to whore myself out a little bit more. Uh, thanks to you guys for coming out. We got a second run of High Wire. Uh, same theater. It'll be March 14th, March 21st, and March 28th uh, at 8.30 p.m. at the DeMott Theater at Second City. Uh, thank you so much to all that came out last time, and I hope to see a lot more uh, people this, uh, this following run, but seriously, I wouldn't have got a second run of it if it wasn't for all the people that came out and all the incredible comedians that were on there, so, uh, there's that. Also, one more date, February 13th at Scores Bar. It's like a, it's gonna be a, uh, like a Valentine's Day little shindig, you know? I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna make an ass of myself for you guys. So if you want to come out to that, that's from 9 p.m. till 1 a.m. at Scores Bar in Harwood Heights, I believe it is. Uh, but I'm super fucking excited about that. But all right, let's. I, I, I'm done. I'm done uh, uh, peddling you my shit. Uh, that's not the only reason I brought the podcast back. I brought the podcast back because I'm fucking sick of people. Entitled cunts. I've said cunt twice in the first. Three minutes of the show, so you can tell I'm fired up. I'm at the dollar store. I walk in. There's one register open. There's four people in line. The the there's two old ladies in the back of the line and two I don't know. I did I couldn't even perceive the people in front of her, in front of the two old ladies because of how much of of, an obnoxious human being these two are uh, human beings are. I'm not even gonna call them human beings. Fuck them. They're cunts. Third time! A third time! Wow! It just keeps sliding out. Uh, but the people that were in front of them did not have much in their shit. And they could have been standing there a while, but they were almost to the end. You know, like, they were, like five more minutes, they were going to be out the door of the store. And one of the ladies, can we please open up another register? This is ridiculous! What? You had to wait 15 minutes, maybe, maybe max, you know, because I showed up at the end. There could have been eight people in that line, and they'd been waiting. But you know what? How big of an entitled fuck do you have to be to request they open another register when you're almost there? You're almost at the finish line. I guess when you're, like, 90 years old, you're going to die soon. You got things you got, you know, you got you got bucket list things. You don't have time for five minutes at the dollar store. But Really? The people are working hard. It's a dollar store. You think they got payroll? They don't got payroll. So believe it or not, they actually fucking open up 
a register for these people. And when it opens, there's a guy that was like, oh, this register just opened. I'm going to, you know, the light went out. I'm going to walk in. He was just walking up. He didn't know what was going on. These two ladies start yelling him, no, sir, we were next. We were next. Get, get behind us. This is, we are next. I, mean, I wanted to say, like, hey, technically, ladies, uh, technically the one person in front of you that was behind the person that was actually checking out, technically that person's next. But, hey, hey, you get everything you want because you're 90 years old and you think everything's fuck. I don't know. Why do I get so high strung? You want to know why I'm so high strung? And I'm doing sports at the top of the show this week. Because uh, I got people walking next to me. I'm in my car, by the way, and I'm screaming at my cell phone. So this is this is probably a, a great sight. Uh, Houston Astros, Boston Red Sox scandal. What's going on? What the fuck is going on? I could not be more upset about this because Jose Altuve is quite possibly one of my favorite players. I think Jose Altuve, well, not anymore. I'm not, no, 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 Let me think this way. I used to think, for those of you, fans of the show, and and people that have known me and my loud opinions for many years, I am a, I am a, I, I, a strong, I strongly believe that Frank Gore is the most underrated player in football history. I think Altuve was one of the most underrated players in baseball history. Up until I realized that he was a cheating fuck. The evidence that is coming out for these fucking people. If you, have, if you don't know and you don't care about sports. Basically, they figured out a system that at home games, they had a camera set up and a monitor in the dugout that was not, you couldn't see the monitor in the dugout. And what they did was they were decoding the signs of the pitches for... You know, like when the pitch comes, a fastball, a curveball, you know, and basically if you don't know baseball, if you know that an off-speed pitch is coming, it's not a fastball, then you could sit on it and wait for that fastball, square the fastball up, pop, and it's gone. One of the biggest cases of this was Jose Altuve sending the Astros to the World Series off of a Aroldis Chapman uh, fastball. And if you, you know, Rollis Chapman throws like 101 miles an hour. So to be able to time that up perfectly, something's a little shady. Uh, now there's rumors too. So they, they what they were doing is they were banging on trash cans to like let the person know, hey, it's an off-speed pitch, don't swing. And the evidence of that is clear. There's plenty of videos of that. But now coming out is Jose Altuve, after that Rollis Chapman home run, he kept yelling, he said to his uh, teammates, don't, don't, oh, excuse me, don't rip off my jersey. Don't rip off my jersey as he's running to home plate, you know, and they mob him at the end. Ah! Supposedly, now they're saying that he had a buzzing device. Him and Bregman both use buzzing devices. There is definitely an imprint in his jersey, and he runs immediately to the dugout to change his clothes before coming out to celebrate with his team that they're going to the World Series. And now he claims, he, he was claiming, oh, I'm shy, and, and my my wife would be mad if I took my shirt off. When you go onto his Instagram, there's hundreds of pictures of him with his shirt off. So I don't know what the fuck's going on here. 
I don't know. What the? Who the fuck am I to say something? We'll get off of it. I don't know. Alex Cora needs a lifetime ban. He masterminded the whole thing. The fact that none of these players are getting uh, punished. Pete Rose bet on a game and he's lifetime banned. These guys literally changed the outcome of games by the way they cheated. And none of them are getting in trouble. Only managers. And GMs. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. This probably isn't funny for anybody. I'm just going on a rant. But, uh... Yeah, uh... What else? What else? Let me look at my notes here. NFL playoffs. Uh, yeah, I my bracket was busted. Wild card weekend. I had absolutely every single game wrong, uh, except for what was the final game to play? No, yeah, I had every single game wrong. Did I? What what was week one? What was week? Because the first, so I had the Bills over the Texans, and I had the, uh, I had the I had the Saints winning it all. I had I had the Saints and the Ravens going up against each other, and obviously that's a pipe dream. Uh, I don't fucking know. You guys don't care who I picked. Either way, the NFL playoffs have been absolutely insane. Uh, for upsets and shit, Vegas has got to be shitting their pants. All these payouts they got to make. I really hope the Niners just run it up on that smug motherfucker Aaron Rodgers. He's not smug. The thing is, is it's like if he wasn't a Packer, I would respect him. Ooh, I got to silence my phone. I hope that that little woo-woo, I hope that muted the fact that I said if he wasn't a Packer, I would respect him. Uh, but seriously, though, like, I don't... <sighs> it's hard to hate him. He's funny. He's great at what he does, but he's a fucking Packer. Uh, right now, I'm going to say Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl, and I hope the Chiefs win. The Titans are out of their fucking minds, though. I don't know. like They're just all on the back of Derrick Henry. And that Ryan Tannehill is fucking good. He could find a receiver. The hell happened? He's playing like horse shit in Miami his entire career, and then he comes up here, he could he could, he could all of a sudden find the wide out, the, 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 the guy downfield? <sighs> Why the fuck do I care? It's sports. I have nothing, it, has, it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form, but I care that much. Who the fuck knows? Uh, you guys watched the last debate? I'm asking you like like I'm going to get a, a response through my fucking phone right now. Uh, they, fucking Elizabeth Warren, dude. What happened? Three months ago, I was like, hey, let's get a Bernie Warren ticket. Now I want to throw this fucking lady off. A, off. Okay, wait a minute. I can't say something like that. I was going to say throw her off a cruise ship, but that would be like, I did, I did not say that. It's a joke. This is a comedy podcast. If for some reason the FBI ever finds this, I pro- I'm, I'm a comedian. That's what I do. I'm not throwing any senators off of a cruise ship. It was just a joke. Uh, but fuck her. Because even if Bernie said it, you have to, just by his track record of fighting for women... Oh, I should say what she claims Bernie said. She said she claims Bernie said that a woman couldn't uh, win in 2016. 
And even if he said it, I feel like it was probably couldn't beat Trump because of misogyny and all this shit. He wasn't saying like, they can't win, but it was like he saw the country and he's like, look it, it's, it's the outcome is going to be very slim because we have a lot of shitty people that live in this country. I think that that's what he meant if he said it. And then that bitch didn't shake his hand. Fuck Elizabeth Warren. This, this kind of shit is how Joe Biden wins the primary. And then Trump gets another fucking four years. Stop fighting within the party. I don't get... It's it's every fucking election. Every... Why am I talking... You know, I don't know shit about politics. I don't know anything, but... Yeah, that had me... That had my ass frosted. Either way, feel the fucking burn. I don't know. Who would be his running mate? I, I, at this point, I, if I'm just giving it that Joe Biden's going to win and hope to God, he's like, Hey, maybe I'll have old, old burn, old burn over there as my vice. Wouldn't that be great? That the age in the white house is like 182 combined between the two of them. It might be older than that. Uh, uh, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. Sorry. I got to keep turning my lock screen keeps fucking closing oh i finally started i only started it uh i need to i need to finish it but if you are a fan of mafia mob related content then you need to see the irishman i'm only i'm only about an hour in and i'm i'm in love with it minus one thing Sometimes the de-aging CGI is quite possibly one of the worst things. Not worst things I've ever seen, but it's pretty fucking bad. Well, let me just point to one scene. This doesn't spoil anything. It's a mafia movie with Robert De Niro, so you almost expect this to happen. They had Robert... (laughs) I'm just picturing it in my head. It's maybe about 25, 30 minutes into the movie. And... Robert De Niro throws this guy, throws this shop owner through his front door. The glass breaks. There's baguettes. I'm pretty sure there's CGI baguettes. I don't know why you need it. Did we not learn from Star Wars, the prequels, and adding all that shit in language? You don't need, everything doesn't need to be CGI. We didn't need to CGI the, ba- the baguettes. All right? They could have just been real and, and, and broken through the glass with them. But how do I know? I, I'm not a Hollywood director. What the fuck do I know? Uh, I can go for some bread and butter now if you're just thinking about baguettes. You ever, you, you know, like a nice Italian restaurant? Well, I don't go to nice Italian restaurants, but you go to an uh, Italian restaurant, get a little bread there, you slather it up and down the goal. Okay, I digress. Uh, <laughs> and so he throws this guy out the fucking, out the club, out the, it was like a grocery store, I don't know. And... This is what the the pinnacle scene. Well, there might be more later on, but the pinnacle scene of where you could tell that they use CGI and that Robert De Niro is fucking old now because he's beating this guy up and the way his body is moving is that of a 95 year old man. And Robert De Niro is not even that old, but once you get like 60 plus, you're fighting like a 95 year old man. Like I don't I, like your bones are crickety and crackety. You can't bend down. That's your thing. 
if this was a, if this was 20, 30 years ago, De Niro would get down on the ground and start fucking punching him in the face, you know, and, you know, flipping, you know, he'd beat the shit out of him. But all he does is kick him, like, like four or five times in the most uncomfortable, uh, like, replaced, de- two replaced knees, like, like, both of them were replaced and he was kicking with them. Uh, so if you haven't seen The Irishman yet, I recommend it if I'm, I've only seen about a third of it. Not even. Three and a half hours. Uh, but that kind of shit kind of takes you out of it every once in a while. But so far, the acting's incredible. Ray Romano just has blown me away so far. I, lo- I love that man. Uh, I, I, apparently, everybody loves him was the, was the, uh, was the whole shtick about him, you know? Uh, but yeah, that's, I, 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 the podcast is back. I'm back to rambling. I don't know what the fuck to talk about. I'm sitting in a Walmart parking lot. I'm sure there's a bunch of entitled cunts in line in there, up there, over there, up there, over there, yonder, way yonder. I don't know. Uh, I finally beat Red Dead Redemption 2, too, which, uh, yeah, I thought, spoiler alert, I think that the epilogue, I didn't like the ending. I, I didn't like the ending. I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, I, I give it a 7 out of 10. Entire story is incredible until the end. Uh, basically he just dies on the side of a mountain and then you go, you build a farm in the epilogue. Okay. But I get it. You're like, oh, becoming a real man. Oh, I'm a real boy. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have some guests coming soon. Uh, Luke Baumgartner, uh, one of my, uh, longtime lifetime friends is, uh, going to be a guest on the show. Uh, Robbie Alanez, another friend. I, and I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm booking some people to start coming on. So you don't have to just listen to me ramble and sound like an asshole for, uh, 20 to 25 minutes every week. Uh, I try my best to, I'm going to try, well, I'm going to try my best to get this out weekly. Uh, seriously, so many people have been so supportive and giving me such positive feedback about the podcast that I got to keep it rolling. And, uh, I love you guys for that because it makes me want to keep doing it. So, uh, once again, let me whore myself out, uh, February 13th, Valentine's day show at scores in Harwood Heights, uh, 9 PM to 1 AM. Uh, and then high wire got renewed for three more shows in March. Uh, it's March 14th, 21st and 28th. Uh, you're going to have a lot of great comics on there. A lot of familiar faces from previous shows that are just murderers and a couple new people. And then I will also that same night, I forgot to say at the top of the show at 10 30 PM. So the high wire is at 8 30 PM in the DeMott studio theater at second city. And then at 10 30 PM, I am involved in a sketch show that will be at the Donnie Skybox, which is just one floor up. So if you're having a good time, if you enjoy the, if you come out to the first show, enjoy the first show, have a few drinks at the bar, uh, you know, after the show, get a little bit more lubed up, come on up to, uh, Donnie Skybox and, uh, see some sketch comedy. Uh, other than that, uh, show's back. Happy fucking new year. It's the 17th. I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, it's, it's really a disgrace that I did. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys. If you listen this far and, uh, if you you came back after the big hiatus, I love you and I will see you next week.